Hey everyone and welcome to your weekly dose of Morgan Webster's Wrestling Friends. As always, I am the mod father of professional wrestling, Morgan Webster. Or for the next 45 minutes to the hour, to the hour and a half, however long with the conversation with my best friend, the Wild Ball goes this week. I am your host, or as I like to see it, facilitator through his chat discussions, gatherings. You know me, I absolutely love that word, gatherings, with your wrestling favourites. Or as I like to call them, my buddies, my pals, my best friend, or of course, my wrestling friends. As the majority of you already know, this podcast does come to you free of charge every Wednesday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, or wherever, wherever you, you get your podcast from. But please be sure to rate, subscribe, review. I know I say it every week, but by doing this, it does open up new listeners, does push us way up those podcast lists. And I said, the more listens we get, the better, really, because it just means I'm not talking to myself. I've got some good numbers at the moment, into the thousands, well into the thousands every single week, which I'm more than happy with. Never expected to get that response. But the fact that it is growing every week is thanks to you guys telling everyone about it, tweeting about it, which of course you can do at Flash underscore Morgan, or on the Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Flash Morgan Webster. But please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, wherever you get your podcast from. If you do want to give something back, you do want to say, hey Flash, loving the show, you can do that in two ways. First, of course, is by jumping over to our sponsors, which is DefendingTheWrestling.com and picking up something from there. Or you could jump over to MorganWebster.BigCartel.com, pick up a t-shirt. We've got some brand new ones over there, sold a few on the weekend, a few we've already placed in order, which is absolutely great. Appreciate all the support because, uh, you know, struggling indie wrestler. Back to it now. Back to uh, just being a, being a wrestler. And I'll speak about that a little bit more in a second. But yeah, back to being that struggling wrestler. So any support I can get from there is absolutely appreciated. So yeah, I've got pictures over there. I've got DVDs and I've got... A new t-shirts, welcome back to Malice, go check those out. Of course, if you can't afford it, if you're struggling indie wrestler like me, of course, you are struggling, so I do not expect anything from you. Of course, give us a shout out, as I said, on the Twitter, at Flash underscore Morgan, or on the Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash Flash Morgan Webster. Any of that is appreciated. Of course, if you do want to book me as well on any upcoming events, or you do want to send me some tech advice, or maybe you want to be a sponsor like DefendingTheWrestling.com, then please head over to the email, which is flashmorgan at live.co.uk. Love seeing those inquiries, love seeing those tweets, love seeing those tech information, and love seeing those sponsorship deals. Got a few coming up. So yeah, definitely head over to the Twitter, the Facebook, or drop me an email over at flashmorgan at live.co.uk. Thanks, guys. This week's guest is the Wild Boar Mike Hitchman, my best friend, the Wild Boar Mike Hitchman. I should have probably had him on really early on in this series, but I was worried about uh, potentially... Struggling to get a conversation out of him just because I just know too much and I thought, you know, it's always great to sit down with my friends and have a chat and have them kind of explain to me how they got into wrestling, what they fell in love with wrestling, how they broke into the business because a lot of the time you don't get that chat with them. But unfortunately, mine and his story almost runs parallel so we got a little chat there and I was afraid that it would uh, it would be hard to get that conversation running but 10 minutes in I realised, hey, this is this is the guy I've been best friends with now. Since I was 15 years old, of course it was going to be easy. It was absolutely like I could easily have done three or four. I could have made this a three or four part of easy. I feel like there's so much we missed out, but so much that we went into detail. We we hit on some tough subjects too. We talk about our first match and talk about something quite bad happened on that show. And you could tell that Hitch was a little bit. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm not very well, so I'm trying not to gabber on a little bit too much here. I'll go into details a little bit how I'm ill in a second. But uh, yeah, you could tell that he maybe wasn't that comfortable talking about it, but I don't mind taking the reins on that. And I have seen him do a few interviews in the past, and I feel like he never truly gets the real Mike Hitchman coming through. So it was real nice to just sit down with Mike and give you all a proper insight into the into a guy that I absolutely love. I'm not ashamed to say that. I do. I love him like a brother. So it was great to just sit down, have a chat with the wild boar. 
and it is a great conversation. You guys no doubt will absolutely love. Probably could have done three or four part. There's so much that we didn't touch on, but a lot that we did as well. And I do believe he's one of the most underrated talents in this country. I'm so glad that him and Bird are absolutely killing it up at ICW right now. And they've just become the ICW Tag Team Champions, which is more than deserved. They click. And again, we talk about that as well, so I'm not going to try to gabber on too much. I did say to myself when I started recording this uh, a couple of seconds ago that I was going to keep it nice and short because I'm not feeling great. I had my first match back. Uh, on Saturday for Pro Wrestling Chaos and it probably couldn't have gone better I, t- I was going to go uh, and ease myself back in but once that adrenaline hit you I just kind of went full force and that shoulder feels good shoulder feels great took some big things done some big things and and I, I feel absolutely great well I say great I felt great Sunday morning and then Monday I woke up and felt horrendous so uh, I'm aching I've been sick coughing spluttering um, and I'm guessing it's probably because I'm not used to being in contact with all these germs. I was in a seven-man match. There's a lot of germs to be around. And I was also in the ring, of course. And we were main events. So a lot of people have been on that canvas before us with their own unique germs. And unfortunately, I guess my body immune system isn't used to it. So I've got a little bit sick. So I'm going to I've been trying to get the vitamins down. We've been trying to get the orange juice. Need some more orange juice, really. But yeah, come back on Saturday. Couldn't have gone any better. And I had the pleasure of uh, spending that ring with six of the best. And if you haven't seen it, go jump over to uh, Pro Wrestling Chaos on the Facebook. And I think they're on UK Wrestling On Demand and check that out. Because it it was a great way for me to come back. They've been absolutely fantastic and let me talk on the mic for the last 10 months. Keeping me relevant. And uh, it was an honour to have my first match back there. And all I'm going to say is, this is only just the beginning. Picked up the King of Chaos Championship. And uh, now I'm ready to wreak havoc throughout that promotion uh, so yeah in mod we trust as I say I'm looking forward to having an absolutely brilliant year well hopefully no guarantees of course but I'm uh, I'm hungry and I'm hopeful so fingers crossed that, that is the case but yeah now my plug's out of the way now my uh, me asking for sympathy because I'm ill is out of the way and uh, now my little introduction about how my return to the ring has gone is out of the way please sit back relax and enjoy one of the best guys around. This is the wild boar, Mike Hitchman. Enjoy, guys. He's a little beauty. I'm joined here by the wild boar. This is going to be a great one. I was like, I'm only laughing already. You probably should have been like my number one. That I, I, but uh, I, I instead of I decided just to bury you in every podcast I ever do. Yeah. And continue yeah. to do it. But I haven't had a coffee yet. I've had, I literally had one coffee, so you, <laughs> you're going to be a bumbling fool. It's going, to, it's going to take me about twenty minutes to get into this. So. We have just sent Brendan on a coffee errand, haven't we? Yeah, yeah you did, barely fucking hurry up. You walked in and was like, "Got coffee?" He was like, "No, you like, get me coffee." <laughs> and a cup of tea for Dan. Lovely, a lovely cup of tea. It's a cup of tea. So we're doing this. Uh, we're going to talk about back. Go from the go from the, the thing is right. This is an awkward one because everyone else, I'm like, tell me a story. Tell me what you fell in love with wrestling. I know everything about you. I really do. I think you probably, we probably know, me and Brendan probably know each other better than anybody, really. Yeah. So I'm going to try to drag it back and even if it's questions that you know I know the answer to, we'll just talk about it anyway. Yeah. So yeah, what's, yeah. What, what is, cause maybe we haven't talked about this, what's your earliest memory of wrestling? Let's go, let's go My there. earliest memory of wrestling. Or what, you, what, this, what made you like proper fall in love with wrestling? I think I know the answer to this anyway, but let's have a chat about it. Uh, that's two different things. Okay, all right then. Let's go. Let's, uh, let's go. Earliest memory wrestling first, then. I don't know whether we spoke about this actually because it's such a, a small thing. But the first memory of wrestling, I hated it because I was with my mates. And I was really young, and they were playing 
WWF Warzone. This is Dan. This is Dan. We yep. got Thomas Coles, and he was playing playing Warzone, and I was like, "The fuck is this? I don't want to play this." I'm going home. Went home. <laughs> <laughs> so went home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're playing Warzone. Fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so um, uh, and I don't, don't actually remember anything in between that. But then I was over that same friends again, and it was what they had. His dad, Phil, had raw on for whatever reason. Um, and Vincent Mann and Stone Cold Steve Austin were having food. Okay. And I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? So I got really into it, and then I discovered Kane. <laughs> yeah. And then I be, just became a massive fan because Kane is the man. You absolutely love Kane. You, yeah. Big yeah. fan of Kane. Is he in your top five of all time? He's in my top five of all time. <laughs> is he in your top three? Um, yeah. So from there then, you started, because you started, when did you start to do the transition? Cause I met you in the backyard. Mm. So when did you start making the transition to actually start backyard wrestling? Because I, you'd been doing it a while before me and you met. Yeah. Um, well, that stemmed from that same... I say, mate, obviously we got into the rest and then we started like messing around, throwing each other around. Like I was always Kane. I used to dress up as Kane. I made like vests, like when he had the vests and stuff and yeah. I used to colour it in. I was also Rhino. I told Rhino that as well. He loved it. <laughs> um, so yeah, we used to mess around just in his garden on like concrete and stuff, just spearing each other and all that. And then me and mate Dan, our mate Dan, yeah. Uh, found Minnesota Innovative Wrestling uh, online. Minnesota Innovative MIW. MIW. Who is in MIW? No one. No one. Although. No. No, we're going to say. It. Yeah, because then Ricky. Because uh, we, we knew about Ricky Crash because of. He, was on, he was on the backyard forums. Yeah, yeah. Remember, he, he said we were. Well, we take Ricky Crash, that's Ricky Shane Page for anyone who's listening. Yeah, yeah. Um, Christian Faith. Yeah. Legend. Um, so you went out for Eddie's 30th no but I spoke to Ricky about this after you told me yeah but yeah go on but yeah so I, I said to him about that Minnesota Innovative Wrestling MIW and that was the first backyard video I'd ever seen and after after we did it we went out me and my mate I'll mate Dan you know what I'm saying yeah I got it <laughs> it's I got weird it. It's fucking weird but uh, so we went out in the in my garden took a, took a head to us terribly probably I give him a big Samoan thing, and then that was the f- and we kind of got into it from there. Started following it, but that MIW apparently Chad Gable was in it. Yeah, that's what that's what Ricky told me, and I was like, "This is crazy." Like, yeah, that's because I hundred percent would have seen those videos when I came up to yours because you would have had yeah. it on the computer. I remember when he told me, I was like steaming, and I was losing my mind. I was like, "Eddie, guess what?" <laughs> yeah, but you were messing me, and I was just, at the it was time just, it was yeah, just yeah. rambles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like MIW. Uh, Gable. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that was it then, and then we just kind of started to do more wrestling in the backyard. And then uh, got my got my schoolmates at the time to like fuck around doing all the wrestling. We went up the mountain and got no before that. Though, before was that that wasn't before you met me. Yeah, it was. Then how how was it then when I when I met you that we weren't up the mountain? We were we got we we evolved from there. But then I, but we ended up back up the mountain after that. Yeah. Okay, go on then. Sorry, yeah. I'll, I'll cut you off. Yeah. Um. So we did all that. This is two thousand and three. Yeah, it must be two thousand three. Okay. Um. So then, 
we started doing our my school friends, and then Dan was like, "Oh, I got I got mates in school." <laughs> He's yeah. like, "I've got friends. <laughs> I've got friends too." Um, uh, they like wrestling. I asked them, and we like, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah bring them down." Get he them. asked Brendan, and Brendan went, "No." Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll get a massive roster, and that's when I first met you. That's true, and then but by then, but you moved into your garden before I came down. So when did you make the? Yeah. Oh, right. So we start. We st- you came down once or twice when we were at the mountain, right? With Tom Jeffries and I. Um, well, the first time I ever came down, it was definitely in your garden because I brought Michael Wheeler with me. And I remember Dan telling me that you had a ring in the maybe back garden. Did, maybe you didn't come up the mountain first. You did, because you jumped at Thomas Jeffries down the mountain. Yeah, I did, but I did. But but I, it was after that. Yeah. it was. But the cage was after the, the garden. It 100% was, because the first time I ever came down, Michael Wheeler's parents brought me down. Maybe we did it the one time up there then. So... Because I didn't want... Maybe I didn't want too many people in the garden. Possibly. There's about 20 of us then, man. Yeah, but that escalated so much faster after that. that it was, there was about 40 yeah. in the garden at one point. Yeah, it was. But I came down. I came <laughs> down. And I remember Dan saying to me, my friend has a ring in his garden. And I was like, oh my God. I was... In my head, I was imagining King of the Death match, professional ring, big field, I was imagining. I walked into your garden... And there was four sticks in the ground with horsepipe for rope yeah, man. and carpet. Yeah, man. And it was the best day of my life. <laughs> Topes and everything. Brilliant. Yeah. The swanton. Remember, I did the swanton off the. I just wanted to just a front flip off the uh, off the little trumpet you did onto you. You left <laughs> on the floor and just let me front flip off the trumpet onto you. Yeah, yeah. And then Michael Wheeler was t- thought it was real and kept uh, just yeah. blocking people in that um, legitimate jackknife pin that nobody could get out of. Yeah, and it hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Wheeler Brown. Yeah. So from there, from there, then we went. You went. The mount, you were at mountains, and it came back down to yours. Yeah. We go on. Yeah. So we came back down to mine, and then we then all my friends kind of from school, kind of left, and I started hanging out with you, Brendan, Dan. You know, because they to be honest, they didn't really. They didn't. Your friends, I think, they kind of liked wrestling, but they didn't love wrestling. I think it was more like no, they, they, they watched it once or twice. Yeah, and they just thought it was a cool thing to do. Whereas yeah. we loved it. Yeah, we were mad, and then Absolutely we kind of mad about it. And then we met Adam was a random one though. We met Adam randomly. At, he just the prop. Yeah, he just showed up at because it was it was originally me, he, originally it was me and Dan. Then I think and Prob was in and out because Dan knew Prob. And then you came down, and you knew Prob anyway because you was hanging out with him, Dan. And no, 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 no. Shane was in it before before Prob. Shane brought Prob in. Yeah, yeah, because Dan and Shane were quite close at that point. So Shane was in and out, and then I came in. Yeah. And then Shane brought Prob, and he was in and out. Yeah. And it all kind of became a become a regular thing. I mean, he just came out to yours every single week and just... Yeah, every Saturday. Where did, where did you get the idea? Of, where did you get the rain? A lot of rain Lots from of Wales. Rain. Where did you get the idea from building the ring base? Because I remember it was like, I didn't have a... I showed up and he was like, this is what we're doing. The backyard wrestling link. In what way did it have? They, they had plans. They had like how to build your own ring how base? How to build a ring base. It was like one of the... You know you could like pin the topic? Oh yeah. It was one of the pin topics. Tires, wood, mattress, wood, carpet padding. Top. These these were thirteen and fourteen year old kids. The fact they were so organised that they had a forum that not only distributed backyard wrestling, but also gave each other feedback and advice on how to get better at backyard wrestling. Also, how to build your own rings. <laughs> yeah. They had admins. It was all monitored. And these were thirteen yeah. and fourteen year old kids. Which it's, not, it's not really surprised why backyard in why back. Century backyarders, quotation marks, uh, taking over professional wrestling right now. Well, that, that's, that, like we could list off, and I think I did it in the in the first episode with. And I think it's a nice one to come back here because the episodes yeah. I got back was gone. But the first one with Scott, 
Will Os- Scotty Essex, Will Osprey, and Paul Robinson. Yeah, we met all them, of course, through the backyard. Yeah, yeah. but the number of people and the fact that like Chag, the American Alpha have some of the most creative stuff matches I've ever seen, mm. and then we find out that he was a yarder as well. Kind of totally makes sense. But when you think about it, all the all the people who are making, we're killing it right now worldwide, are the people who started doing it themselves. Yeah, it's very DOA. But why do you think there is? they got the drive they got the drive and that's where the passion comes from see my other thought is driving passion 100% my other thought is when you go to training school a lot of time you're told this is how you do this this is how you do that yeah and then you've got the mentality of this is how you do things mm-hmm. and you train as well and it is you, we will both say this that sometimes when you're training people to get them to think for themselves it's so difficult it's hard to get their creativity out so difficult really hard so difficult because it's, yeah. it's, it's, it stunts it stunts it yeah. and people telling you how to do things how not to do things you're being told how to think yeah so I really do think it's when you're there for years and years and years just doing it yourself and to figure stuff out yourself and be creative with that and putting it together yourself that when you get into the into the pro then and you're taught how to do it right mm. you still have that creative spark because Pete yeah. and Pete's very creative and Mark, Mark's super creative yeah. and both of them yarded to, not to the extent we did but they saw our yarding stuff and kind of them did their own semi yeah, we, did, we did too much yarding yeah, way, way too much <laughs> do, do, you reg- do you regret not going pro sooner? Um, sometimes because I feel I might be a bit more ahead than I currently am but then the creativity you could have in the backyard like I don't think if I backyarded I'd be the wrestler I am now because literally everything I do now I practice doing in the backyard yeah everything frog splashes trap keepers Suplexes. Yeah. Literally, there is not one single move that I do now that I didn't do back then. Yeah, 100%. I'm exactly the same. Yeah. When did we make the move or jump to pro? Because yours is a little tiny bit. Your, this is where we started diving. Spe- especially for the first year or so, we do kind of. I think it's the same for the first couple of months, and then we really do start to divert a little bit then. Yeah, it was, it was 2005, I remember that. Because Adam. Adam, was Adam. Like Adam. Adam Dave, because he wrestled the first action. Adam Dave, yeah. Uh, he said, "Oh, I, don't, I've, I went online. I found this school down in Newport, uh, and we all went down there. Um, my parents would take us down there every Sunday. Or Dan's, or, or Dan's, or Dan's, or Dan's, dad. Or Dan's yeah. dad, Gary. Shout out, shout out to Gary. Pissing out. Yeah, so he'd take us down. So when we'd wrestle on the Saturday, and then go training on the Sunday, at that point, wouldn't we? Yeah, but I think it was every other Sunday then, right? Because it wasn't as frequent." Was it? Yeah, maybe. I think, I think or so. Or maybe, or maybe we could only get them to take us down every other week. Maybe. Well, maybe no. Maybe. maybe it was every other week. I don't know. We, I can't we would definitely go in every other week, regardless of. Okay. We were really young. We couldn't could not get down there. That's true. Where we live, we were like fourteen, fifteen. It's so hard if you don't drive, and also public transport wasn't like it was. Wasn't like it is now. It ain't just that, man. It's like training started at eleven. Buses didn't start running from our town until eleven o'clock. Still we, 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 we can't get to the city, Newport City, until about one-ish. Would have missed it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we did, did that. Started training with Ed Ferris. Yeah. And Mike Bird. Mike Bird. That's was, we first met him, yeah. wasn't it? But then when we met Mike Bird, we knew Mike Bird because of the back at wrestling forum. We we were starstruck. We hundred percent. How weird is that? And he's going to be listening he's to this. He's going to love that he? part, isn't he? And we were like, "You're Birdie," and to him, he was like, "Yeah, I'm Birdie," because he was known as Birdie anyway, wasn't he? Yeah. So he didn't even. They, we were like, "Oh, we used to watch your your NL Dub stuff," and he was like, "Shut up! Shut, <laughs> you, shut your fucking mouth! I will end you." <laughs> but that's another thing. It's like, and it's crazy to think that, and this stuff's online and. 
but you can go on and search NLW Welsh Fest. Yeah. It's online. And if you go watch that, there's somebody in the main event, I'm not going to say it is, if you go watch it, you'll probably be able to figure it out in that main event, who's now a massive name in wrestling, who's mm. doing some ridiculous stuff off a cage panel on a on a golf course in Newport. Yeah. You watch it, you'll know who it is, 100%. Oh, I mean, yeah. Mainly because he has the exact same name he did on the Indies. <laughs> so... Yeah, it does. Yeah, so you'll watch it, and and that's crazy to think that they were again fourteen, fifteen year old kids just messing around, yeah. and he's now a fucking the king. Yeah, <laughs> we could say, couldn't we? Yeah, fucking so the king of a certain style. Yeah, exactly. But that again, that's just when they and it was just crazy to see Birdie yeah. be starstruck. But yeah, but in fairness, that's but that's I feel Birdie. In fairness to him, he enabled our creativity. Yeah, because Ed was Ed was teaching us, and. Fair play to Ed. He did teach us bumping. He taught us locking up. Good, e- good etiquette as well. Me and Mark Andrews talk about he this. Did. Real good etiquette. He would come in. You would bow before you went in. Bow before you came out. You'd wipe your feet before you got on the mats. You bow before you got on the mats. And to be fair, I like, I like, I like that. I'm not saying that you should be bowing in, but that respect for the mats. We st- I, st- I still have that respect for the ring. Yeah. Like, don't win with your shoes on. No, don't. Hundred percent, don't. And yeah. like, it gripes me now when I see people coming in and they yeah. just got trainers on. And I'm like. You shouldn't. Yeah. When Regal posted that thing about wiping your feet as well, I was very much like, I very much think that's a... It should be a thing. Yeah, it should be a Hygiene thing. Hygiene. Yeah. And also, you know, respect for what you're doing, respect for the craft when you're in there. 100%. Take it seriously, don't fuck around. So we, we trained there regularly and then we had our first match, the Battle of Burley. I say match. Yeah. We're going we're gonna, to... I have two... We have two sides of this, so if you can, you can explain this, your side of the story. So we had this match at Burley and they had a good crowd, a good crowd. They had a good crowd. 500, 500 people in. Was Mark Andrews was on there as well? So wait, he's Lightning Kid. We're on there. It's me versus you. Yep. Go on, you can take it from you. So yeah, it's our first match, and obviously the first match together. This is a, this is why putting two people in their first match together generally is a bad idea, especially when you've never been in a ring before. Before this night. Yep. So remember, they put us in this room next. We hadn't seen the crowd at this point. Nope. So we didn't know what crowd. All we could hear was the ring bouncing and the, all the noise. And then they and the put, crowd, the crowd were loud. The crowd yeah, were man, hot, they were buzzing. So we could just hear these huge amounts of noise from people as well. Yeah. We'd never been in front of a big crowd before. So we sat in this pitch black room, mm-hmm. and we could hear all this noise. And we went out there, all, and all I remember was going out there because Ed was with me, and Bird went out with you, wouldn't yep. you? Because we were like the exhibition for the uh, school. Yeah. Um, because because we were in training, we were doing all this creative stuff, and they were just like they could have a ridiculous match. And yeah. We had a ridiculous, we had stupid stuff planned for that match. I remember oh, that something like, way too much. God, stuff. we should, glad probably didn't happen. One Wasn't was, like a six thirty suggested. Yes, of it was. you, and I was going to do a, fu- a stupid trap keeper. A trap keeper, massive, yeah. I, I think what the hell? Fucking stupid trap keeper. Anyway, I think it might be on the fucking apron or something. Like that. Yeah, something yeah, bad. But yeah. first match, and they only asked us what we were doing. They just kind of let us plan yeah, it and just yeah, yeah. kind of go in there. But anyway, yeah. go on. Um, so yeah all I remember going out there and I just seen these lights in my face and all the people going ah and I was like (laughs) (laughs) I was like oh my god what is this so I got in the ring and I was like I was like like obviously shaking and then we locked up did a bit of wrestling I did a roll stood up went over to the corner and vomited in the middle of the ring, they stopped the match. We got taken back, and then 
I think a lot of them thought it was part of the show. <laughs> Ed Ferris took the mic and he was like, Ed Ferris took the mic and he's like, Mike Cannon's been having some intestinal problems. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but I remember getting back, and do you remember this? About an hour later, they were like, second half of the show, they went, do you guys want to go out there and give it another go? And you were like, yes, you want to go back? And I was like, no. Mm. And I was just like, and you were like, I remember you being a bit annoyed at me. And I, in my head, I was just thinking, I just didn't want to go back out there. And if it would happen again, yeah, that was just yeah, my fear of it. I just was a bit worried that, because yeah. I, I felt a bit embarrassed, because my, my mum had come all the way down, and yeah. like, Key went and I make Key yeah, and cover yeah. stuff again, so I felt a bit embarrassed. Yeah, it was a, it was a bad day. I remember I, we talked a couple of years off end, didn't we? Well, I did. You went on to have another match. I think maybe it was more... I didn't go back until like a year or two years after. Was it? Right, a couple were back. The uh, Brendan showed up with your coffee suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> coffee uh, break. It needed to happen. Okay, so as we were saying, we had that match and then you said we... you Well, I, I took a longer time off just yeah. because for me, that experience... Play kids outside, ruining my podcast. Okay, um... People out, uh, from my opinion, I just didn't enjoy that experience. No, it was a bad experience, wasn't it? It was, and I took a step away and was like, I just yeah. want to, I just want a backyard. It was just yeah, a lot more fun. I, I had the same, I had the same thought process, but then I was kind of going to my head that, oh fuck it, I feel like, like I, I want at least one match. I wasn't, I wasn't aiming for a career in wrestling. I just wanted to have one indie match. Dragon as well is because you felt. Do you feel, think you felt that you were the person? the reason that match didn't happen and you had to go in and, and prove to yourself that you could do it as well Trick Nelson part then yeah yeah I think so yeah maybe never thought about that maybe I, maybe I did but I don't maybe you didn't think about something it. I thought yeah. of, I think about it in general maybe you were just like oh I've, I've got to do this prove this yeah. to myself but I did it and I went back about a year and a half later something like, maybe a year a year and a half later and I had, a, had that match with um, Adam Day uh Sam Bronson, he wrestles as now, Sam Beach. He was Sam Slam for a bit though, wasn't he? Sam Slam. Yep. Time. Mark. Was it? Four way? Yes. And yourself? Yeah. I can remember you messaging me and saying that you were like, Mark Andrews has the most ridiculous abs I've ever seen. And he was, what, 14 at the time and he had yeah. the most ridiculous abs. And I remember yeah. I was thinking it can't be that much. And I saw a picture and I was like, what the absolute Christ. Yeah. And he still has the most ridiculous abs. Yeah. It does. But I did that match and I went away again. Maybe just stuck to the back. I didn't. Maybe just stuck kind to the of. Backyard. Just in making those MVs and just, just it was just more fun at the time, to be honest. Because the, the scene at the at the time in Wales was practically non-existent. Well, Ed Ferris was teaching us, and Ed Ferris had had probably about twenty matches himself. I, I don't know, but I think that Birdie was more qualified to be teaching us than Ferris. But Ferris, I think, had been around longer. Man, even Birdie at the time wasn't that experienced. No, he wasn't. Hundred percent wasn't. No. But I think Ferris had been around longer, so that's why he was allowed to... No, I think he just kind of went, I'll do it. Because it was, I think, was it Cayman who was... Yeah, Cayman, Cayman, I think Cayman took on the shout-out to Carl. But I think Cayman took over the NWA UK Wales thing. Wait, he didn't. St- he started doing it. Yeah, because Andre Baker was Andre looking Baker for, wanted a, uh, a Welsh division, didn't he? Because yeah. Ireland was doing so well, so he wanted a Welsh division. Yeah, so he wanted a Welsh division. And was like, oh, I'll do it. And then he left and started, did Celtic wrestling. Yep. And I think it was literally Ed Ferris was like, I'll do it. And I guess as well, he did have a black belt in something as well, didn't he? So I think that was probably, probably, probably wanted himself a little dojo, wanted himself a little training yeah. school, so... And whatever, what, what, yeah. what's, what's crazy is how everything kind of fits in together. Because obviously Dan, Dan Jones, uh, met, came training because Ed Ferris put him 
onto Dragon Pro because Ed Ferris used to train down the Falcons with Dan Jones. Oh, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah Everyone from Wales who, who does who travels around is from around this area. There's only the two There's except so the, fucking many. It's, it's either it's yeah, it's all yeah, it is 100. It's just this little. It's that yeah. 40 minute perimeter. Yeah. Because inside that you've got Bargoids, which is you've got Blackwood, you've got all that. It literally is just this 40 minute perimeter of Wales. Crazy. Seems to be. Absolutely. And then maybe it goes as far as one or two from Swansea. Apart from that, then it's yeah. it's all that is our area. Yeah. So where did when did we when did we decide to take our step back towards when did we train at Cali Wrestling? We, we did in Cardiff, and uh, ooh, Jason Cross was training us. He was. Matt Vaughan was helping out a little bit. But we showed up and we had the reputation of being the artists. The moment we, we showed all, up. And we had the reputation of being Ed Ferris's boys. Is that what we had the reputation of? Because I was talking to Joe um, about it. Uh, Joe. Magical. Magical. <laughs> That's a bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he was saying that. Because he, he was in. He was in that. He was in that. that yeah, yeah, of and he said we came in and we was doing good good stuff and we had the reputation of being Ed Ferris with boys which was which were at the time a rival a rival promotion in Wales which is ridiculous yep um, so we came in hard with that brush even though to be frank we came in and we were fucking killing it yeah like we everything they were asking us to do we were doing it we weren't being dickheads we were just getting on with it. We, to be honest, we were going in there. I felt, and we were having, we were performing better than anyone else. Our cardio was better than people's. We were stronger than people. We were just, we were better shaped than people. And because of that stigma we had, people were getting opportunities way before us. But we weren't, we weren't mouthing off. We weren't getting annoyed. We were just keeping our head down and be like, "This is what we got to do. This is what we got to do." Yeah, it's no point because at the end of the day, they are going to control. They are going to do whatever they want to do, regardless of what we do and how we do it. So all we've got to do, and all we did was keep like you said keep your head down work hard and then you get the opportunities cream rises to the top cream rises to the top and it did we did what was your first match then for Celtic Danny Blue Eye was it didn't you have one with Jeff oh that wasn't Celtic that was like a charity show but that was the first match you got that was the first match I had with Jeff yeah through that yeah but it was through that wasn't it yeah and he was called Something, Robbie, Robbie. Was it something Brookside? I remember. I remember. <laughs> it wasn't Robbie Brookside. No, it wasn't Robbie Brookside. No, <laughs> no, but it was either Robbie something or something Brookside. I remember because I remember looking back on that match now and seeing they had definitely taken because you was you wasn't cho- you didn't choose those names they were given no, to you. Yeah. And I feel like looking back on it now, they took inspiration from somebody else's names. So I can remember, so I can remember. So it wasn't Robbie Brookside, but it was either Robbie something or something Brookside. Yeah. That made and because you were Mickey Doyle. I was Mickey Doyle. <laughs> you had some great names. Know, Mike Cannon, Mickey Doyle. Yeah, because the idea of it, the idea, the idea of it was that it was Scotland versus Ireland, and I was Irish, and Jeff was Scottish, and they did this match in Wales. They did this match in Wales. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> great promoted. It was, isn't it? I enjoyed that. I mean, um, me and Jeff did some cool things. You did, you'd, and you impress. I think that's when you impressed Jason enough. That then he started really. He started pushing a few more yeah, to, to Celtic. Yeah, and he, he was trying to push Jeff as well, but Jeff is so in and out of rest and still is. Unfortunately, he's fantastic. Housekeeping. It's a cameo by Brennan White. Say hey, Brennan White. Hi. <laughs> hey, Brendan. Bye, Bye. Brennan. Bye. <laughs> it's actually, yeah, well, Jeff's been in and out, as you said. Yeah. And it's just, I just think that's just been Jeff in general. It's, I think yeah, there's he's, been he's loads of He threatened to come back at the last attack show. 
I was like, yeah, man, come training. He was like, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, so was, there's always the, that's the thing is that we had friends Shane and Shane's one of the most ridiculous athletes I've ever seen yeah. the only person I've probably met actually Amari might be the only person I've met that can rival both him and Will because I, I don't think really yeah Amari's something else strong mate. claim I know something mate athletically I don't think Amari knows yet how gifted me and Travis don't this I don't think he realises how athletic he is if he's listening to this this is us giving you the fucking rub interesting mate some of the stuff he can do and he's just able to do it the height he gets and stuff he's got the height and reach and stuff like that and that's a big claim Will is Will is without the doubt one of the most pure athletes I've ever seen 100% fucking ridiculous but Shane Shane again is one of them and Omari's 100% one of them yeah. and but Jeff again is uh, was a pure athlete and, but there's so many people that miss the boat because they just haven't got the drive, and I guess that's the difference between the people who make it. And it's commitment, then it? it comes it's down. To, it comes down to commitment of being all in. I guess what it comes down to is just yeah. you got that passion. Yeah. So, so you had the ma- first match with Celtic was Danny Blue Eye. After that, because I was like, after that initial one, I didn't get any matches in for a couple of months. I was still kind of training you and there down there. Whenever they ran it, essentially, if I couldn't go down there, I was like, oh, I'm really sorry, Carl. I can't make it. This, you know, I can't make it down for whatever reason. And eventually, I managed to get on show in the Gurnos <laughs> in Merthyr. The Gurnos Social Club. The Gurnos Social Club in Merthyr. There's nothing social about Gurnos. Oh my god! <laughs> um, I was on first on that, right? To so that show, um, I was on with Danny Blue. I, I, actually, I actually enjoyed it, to be honest. Yeah, didn't you make a music video as well? Yeah, it, one of the first times they'd ever seen a proper music yeah, video like yeah, that. They were blow, really impressed. Blow their minds. Um, yeah, on that show, we at the end of the show, we had to be kept in this little closet which was the locker room until they got everyone out of the out of the club because everyone was kicking off they just got so into it yeah um, I, remember, I remember doing a show there kids kids spat at the kids just spitting on the heels man I, was, I did a show it was me and Stevie Starr against Tommy Dean and uh, Lightning Kid yep um, Thunder and Lightning Thunder and Lightning an Evo Star brilliant book in there Evo Star fantastic naming um yeah, I was on. I was. It was time match. I was there, villain. It was. I was getting fucking punched, kicked, spat on. Poor bastard in the main event was getting kicked the shit into when he was on the floor on the outside. That was my second match. I think that was my, that was my second match. You T Bone and Danny Blue. It was. Wasn't it? Was, I said. The, I think I said the other. Week, I didn't. I thought about the other day. I mean, Christ, T Bone was my second ever match. Yeah. So I have known known T Bone for bloody ages. Yeah. But you, uh, we kind of went on a tangent. This you had your first match with Danny. And then you started getting booked regularly with uh, Celtic, didn't as, you? As regular as, kind of regular. Oh, they were, they were about what, maybe like once a month. Was Yeah, and when they were running shows, I would do most of them, I think. Yeah. Um, and I think you jumped on board with that. And then and then we had that match at Kate? Uh, no, Canton. No, we're going to get into something a little bit. Yeah, we are going to get into this. It's, right it's it's something that I have we've tiptoed around, but I think it's if we're going to get into it, we'll get into we it. We were there. Like. Yeah. So, um, first off, this we talk about the Welsh scene not being as good as it is now, which is fantastic now. And I think yeah, really good. Mark Andrews and yourself have a lot to do with that. You and Bird, you three. Yeah, I think you, the, you three are the ones because I moved out of Wales, so uh, so you three have been a real driving force in making sure the standards but, have gone up. To be honest, honestly, God, the capitalist, the cap catalyst for Welsh res- for wrestling in Wales being so good now is probably Ravenel yeah yeah it is because he gave you yeah. he gave me he gave Mark and then he gave Pete as well chances and yeah. that of course then went to attack and attack then kind of 
more, brought the more indie style of wrestling. Yeah, up. I remember I worked Mark straight for a year. Like every match I had was with Mark. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll, we'll get into that in a second. But we got we'll go, we'll go back to Canton anyway. Um, so we're on that match, and a lot of the boys listening will will start to figure out this timeline. So me and you, and we said the standards was not great because we had that match. And it won Celtic Wrestling Match of the Year, and that was my first ever match. <laughs> Celtic, so that was like my second <laughs> match I've ever had. Yes. And that was that was create the fact we won Match of the Year and we voted on voted by the fans and by everyone else in the promotion. Just says it all, doesn't it? How like how not great the standards were at the time. It's come up now, but yeah. Um, this match. So we had our match, and I'll, I'll let you lead into this because. It is, of course, you are the guest, so I don't love where you lead into this. So we had a match, and then the next match then was a an interval, and then we had the ta- a tag team match, didn't we? Yeah. We didn't have the tag team match. Well, the, tag team a, match the, well, the, the crowd had the tag team match. The we, as in the Celtic, had the yeah. tag team match. Um, I don't really want to talk too much about the incident, but... Um, is this a sore subject to go into? Because I don't want to say anything. No, okay. All right, I'll go into it then. I'll take, I'll take the thing on this, because I've spoke to... I've talked, spoke to um, I spoke to Spud about this, and I spoke to the Hunters about it, and they're, they're good friends. Okay. So I'll, I'll, maybe I'll lead into this. And so it was, it was a tag team match. Couple, of, I'm not going to go into the where who was in it and stuff. It doesn't matter who was in it, right? But it was the instant where, um, God bless him as well. Nick Barley was yeah, in the match. I never met him, but I've heard nothing. But I've heard nothing but great things about him, about him as well. And if Nick, if Nick listens to this, a lot of love for Nick. Um, yeah. First time we met him, he was a lovely guy backstage before we went Yeah, 100%, 100%. And unfortunately, Nick got paralysed in that match. Mm-hmm. And so this is like my second show maybe I've ever done. This is the biggest show we've done. Yeah. At the time, it was a, it was a good good house. It was my second, second show I've ever been yeah. on. And, and Nick, unfortunately, stuff goes wrong in wrestling and Nick got paralysed. And Nick got carted out and we found out later that Nick still to this day is in a wheelchair yeah. and can only use his hands to be a fair, little bit. And uh, Mike Bird took the reins on that he saw what happened we were, we were watching oh. I remember I was stood next to you Lou and Naomi and we oh, well, funny enough we were stood next to um, Nadia and Vicky, Vicky Askins I was stood next to were they there yeah well? yeah Vicky yeah so um, yeah we, we saw what happened and we were like what the hell what instantly I knew, we, we kind of knew didn't we so yeah it wasn't right and the match went on much longer than it should have that's beside the point but anyway Mike was first straight away on there take the ropes off Call an ambulance. Mike was there straight away. Um, so, fair play to Mike for doing that. Like, always been a locker room leader, really, isn't he? He's he always, has, yeah, he has, he's he always taken on himself. To, and unfortunate. But yeah. how, how did that make you feel being like so I'd, new to the business and, and something to see something like that happen? Honestly, I didn't know the the extent of what was happening. And at the time, like I I I know the risks anyway. I knew the risks anyway. So. I just felt really bad for Nick, to be honest. That's that was the extent of that. Um, I didn't give me any any sort of feelings on wrestling. Like, oh, this is dangerous. I knew it was. I just felt really bad for Nick. Cause it's just an unfor- unfortunate accident. And Unfortunately, yeah, it's kind of changed his life, hasn't it? And I remember not telling my mum for like maybe a year, two years about this, mm. just in fear that she yeah, she'd worry when she yeah, hundred percent. So hundred percent just didn't tell her. Mm. So from Celtic, then you just said you went. You then. Got in with Welsh wrestling. Yeah, I went down and did, unfortunately I started a f- full time job, so it's yeah. just conflicted. So this is where our paths really start to divert at this point. Yeah. So you got in with uh, with Welsh. Yeah. Well, we went down. Remember, we went down to a rumble in 
Kilvakoch. Kilvakoch. We're good with dates and names. Yeah, we went down and, and we showed up and out with the ring. Got in the rumble. Got in the rumble. After Met Owen run. Phoenix as well first night then. Yeah, he we did. Yeah. Some presents yeah. and JD our, as well. JD yeah. was there, the Saint. Yeah, they were making fun of Owen and just doing presents for the rumble. That was, that was the first time I think we properly met Tommy Dean maybe as well spoke to him properly and Big Dog was the first time we met Big Dog all that much Big so, Dog yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah we did the rumble and Raven all said oh, can you boys stick around afterwards I want to have a chat with you I remember he said oh I don't I don't usually take an interest in trainees but in fairness you two impressed me today um, if you can come down to a couple more shows I'd like to put you on he was looking for a mask guy as well he was looking he? for a mask guy he knew that the the junior weight stuff was picking up and he wanted a, a high flyer match on his show yeah, and I was in the mask at the time. Yeah, so, because Mark was on that show too, he had the he had a match with someone. Bird, was it Bird? Yeah, it was Bird. It was Bird. Yeah, so Mark was on shows well. So yeah, yeah, he, but he wanted more guys. And uh, uh, yes, he said, "Come, come on, come on, shows, do some rambles, and I, I, I'll try and find a spot for you." And I couldn't, and you couldn't. Uh, work was just, just yeah. hammering me. It, it was, Ret- retail. If you want to be a wrestler, you want to go have a side job. Don't have a retail job. Yeah, yeah. But I went. I went as much as I could. Whenever there were shows on, I went as much as I could. Did the ring, whatever. What are you being announced as at this point? I was Hitch. You just called Hitch. Celtic Wrestling. I was called Hitch. Okay. And because I was kind of still frequent on the shows, I remember Raven Hill ran me up one day. He was like, "I really want to put you on, but I want to find a gimmick for you because Hitch is. I don't like. I don't like the Hitch thing. What it is is nothing really." So I want to find a gimmick for you. And I was like, man, I will do... I don't care. <laughs> like, I really don't care what it is. Um, I'm a, I, I come up with ideas if you want. But any ideas you have, I'll try and accommodate and make it the best possible. And he was like, okay. Put the phone around me back an hour later. He was like... Right, so what about this? I'm thinking of an evil clown gimmick. <coughs> we might... Maybe call you Chucky. I was like, yeah, that's fine. So I was like, oh, I've got some ideas for that. <laughs> yeah, so what on, I did, this is great. So I did, I got some face paint and Joker from CZW. <laughs> yep. I literally just ripped off that entire face paint, sent him some pictures back and he was like, to be fair, the face paint was badass. Right? I really did a good job at the time and he was like, oh. Probably dark, was it? Yeah, Probably yeah, dark. Yeah, yeah. And he wanted me wearing a jumpsuit and everything and um, he's, he was like, oh, to be honest, that's a little bit too, too dark. <laughs> and I was like, Okay, fair enough. He was like, all right. And then he said, yes, oh, what about the wild bull? I was like... Something before them. Was it something before them? You got gear mid, and then he changed his mind. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, so um, that was my idea. Okay. That was my idea, because at the time I was really into uh, Chris Benoit stuff and Dynamite Kid yep. uh, stuff online. And he was, and I was like, oh, what about um, the TNT Kid original? Um, and he was like, yeah, I like it, I like it. Because you were uh, small, you thought you know small package. Yeah, explosive. Big, yeah, got you. Um, so I got some gear made at TNT down the sides, and and then after the gear came, I was like, oh, he came, he came to the Dragon Pro Training. I showed him. He was like, I was like, oh, what do you think of this? He was like, oh, I like it. I'm not sure about the name though. I was like, oh my god, I've just spent this money. <laughs> I don't have. <laughs> it was a really good single as well. Oh, I spots really good single. Really good single. Holds up. I tell you how much it holds up. Eddie Dennis wears that single right now with his uh, with his black and red Welsh gear. Black and red. It's the black and red. Uh, it's the vest part, isn't it? Yeah, the, it is. Underneath the bit underneath the trunks has TNT on it. 
He only took there was three on there. He took the two off and there's one underneath. Yeah, it is. That's true. Why he didn't take the third one off, I have no idea. Because his tights only come up just so far, so he doesn't need to. Laziness. Well, you know, it's, it's not my body business. Um, so yeah, and then I think I was definitely going to do a show for him. And he booked me for a show, and he was like, "Right, I need a gimmick for you." Wild Boar was already suggested, by the way, but it wasn't confirmed. And yeah. I was like, "I don't care. I really don't. I'll do anything. Just uh, I'll wrestle as anything. I'll just put me on a show." Like, yeah. And he was like, um, "Okay, maybe we'll go with Wild Boar for this." I was like, "Great. Okay, fantastic." And he just said, "Okay, I want you to come in and just be aggressive. Uh, just no. You watch. He sent me a match. Fit uh, Finley versus Chris Benoit, King of the Ring. Okay. And he said, "What's that? That's what I like." I was like. Right, okay. So I watched that match constantly, 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 constantly. And I uh, started doing the diving head, but as a finish, um, all this very, very, very influenced by those guys early on. And that's what I started doing. Me and Mark for a year. How's that? Was it was, was just you and him, wasn't it? You and him just wrestling, him same match opener. And this, I, point, I can remember, I was still in retail, and I can remember it just being... And... Like... Best it should have been me and you. It should have been right, but I don't. I don't think we were like I remember just being really, really jealous. And I think some of the best advice Spud ever gave me was, "If you compete with yourself, you'll get better. If you compete with yourself, you get better." And I think at that point, I was very, very better, just because. And it was more no, fact. If, if you compete with yourself, you get better. Yes, yeah, so I just said. No, you didn't. Did I not? Okay, so if you <laughs> compete with yourself, you get better. If you compete with others, you get better. Yeah. And it's the best advice. And anyone listening, anyone coming into the game now who's feeling a bit frustrated. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Yeah. Just concentrate on what you're doing. Exactly. But this is the thing is I was getting very, very bitter that I wasn't able to do stuff. But it was because of my own working situation, my own living situation. Yeah, there was no fault anyway. It was just a situation that was... Exactly. Like, so I could have just continued to get bitter and bitter and carry on. Or I thought to myself, I need to get out of this. Yeah. And that's what I did. I went, I went to uni pretty much because I wanted to become a wrestler. Yeah. And it's... Being able, I've got a good. My mum won't be able to fall back anyway, but that's 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 a pretty different podcast. Really. <laughs> that's Bodies. when I interview you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that Come on, come on. <laughs> if you listen to this, cult, love the, love the show. <laughs> so you just you just touring around. But then, yeah. when did you make the branch out then? Because you and Mark, how did you, that even happen? How did you and Mark start branching out? Because okay, so because I used to wrestle Mark all the time, and many matches were recorded. Many matches were made into music videos. Um, there was a sick Ice Nine Kills one. Yeah, Mark, that Mark, was the, Mark that made that one, first one. That was, was Mark made that. Yeah. No, I made that. Well, that was sick, guys. I know. Your editing's rubbish now. Not as good as it used to be. <laughs> Sony Vegas, mate. Mm-hmm. 4.0. Um, yeah, because Mark knew Pete, and Pete was well, uh, had the connections around the Midlands. Yeah. So I would go up to the Midlands with Mark. I used to, I did a couple of seminars with Zach. Up for amp. Yeah, because you went before me. Yeah. Again, me being very bitter, well, I couldn't, 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 couldn't get, get up here. I did, I did seminars with Zach up there, did seminars with uh, Adam Shane, Damien O'Connor, come down to amp and doing sessions. Big Demo. Big Demo, was the first met him. He helped me out a lot, man. Getting me out of Scotland and housing me. I can't, he's fantastic. Fantastic human being. Um, and yeah, I kind of got booked up there. got booked in a rumble up in amp. Um, Sabre took a shine you, didn't he? Sabre, Sabre liked you. And that, no, I remember him talking to me, asking who trained him and stuff like that. He was, he was very interested in you. Because um, it wasn't. We'll go into it, but I'm pretty sure he might be one of the reasons why you got IPW. Sabre. I don't know, I'm not sure. Come on, Amy. I'm not sure. Um, so yeah, I got on AMP, 
that led to Triple X. And then the legendary amp Triple X weekends. Which I then slowly started UK, able to do a few shift swapping like mad. And that's where we met Damien, Pete, Jim Lee. Uh, obviously got close with the henchmen. Um, and really that, was, that was it at the time, right? Yeah, because I didn't meet Ryan and stuff again until I became. I actually moved to the Midlands, so mm. that was that was there with Damien. Uh, yes, we uh, met them, and obviously Pete was like fighting our corner a lot. Pete had a hell of a hand in getting me and you out of Wales. Yeah, I'll hand in a lot but of Pete, people. Pete and Mark, to be honest, because obviously they had their connections, and they were like, "Come on!" And obviously, I could drive, so that helped. Which is a big lot. thing for everyone. I was like, Christ. "Yeah, yeah." When I was the only one who could drive in Wales, eighteen, it felt yeah. like, <laughs> like, um, so I was like. We chip in on petrol and we go to the Midlands. I remember one point, uh, Mark had just started doing T-shirts. He had his first T-shirt design. I was like, "Oh, that's cool, mate!" And because um, we used to go halves on petrol to get up there, yeah. I was like, "Don't worry, just give me a T-shirt. <laughs> just give me a T-shirt." So he, uh, like a couple of times, he'd give me a couple of T-shirts. And well, this is another thing. I think the tra- trainees a lot when I don't know they're born because like we weren't making money for the first year, no. year and a half of wrestling. No. We were losing money. We were we were paying to our expenses to get up there, and, and they are probably giving people to listen to this and be like, "You ain't supposed to pay your way here." And people, if we didn't pay our way to get to Wales, we wasn't leaving Wales. No, nobody was looking at Wales. Nobody was. No, at the time, that's the only way you could do it. To be honest, now I feel the money situation is is a lot better. Oh, usually, usually better. So you can get a way of doing it. There's connections as well out of Wales, like Newport. They've got Bristol, and once you're out into Bristol and to Gloucester and stuff, like that, you can slowly start to branch your way out and up. Yeah, and but we didn't so, have any of that. It's so easy to get noticed out of Wales now because, because, for example, if I run training in Dragon Pro down in Newport, okay, moving to Cardiff, uh, going to be five days. Going to have Dory uh, Superstar, Mark, Mark Andrews, Andrews involved. Yep. yeah, yourself five involved, days, yeah, exactly. Big Grizzly, Danny Jones, one of the best trainers in the world. Yeah. There's, there's a plug. We'll leave that for later. But carry on. Uh, turning face involved as well. Yep. Shout out to Ben. Uh, because we have connections, ob- obvious connections with Chaos, Attack, to name two. That's just two. Even Welsh, man. Still good connections Welsh. with Welsh. Well, that's that. Yeah. Welsh. Uh, many others. Because we, essentially, if you travel around the country and you're not a dickhead, you you get thought of in a good light. Well, I had Glenn on the show from Progress and he said that when they sent CVs, if it says they were trained by Dragon Pro that's one of the things that, like, that's a tick in that in box straight away well there you go that's that's a huge compliment yeah. to be honest so, I've, I've heard it off a couple of people as well I never never get tired of hearing it it's really nice compliment but yeah so all you got to do is impress on a Dragon Pro try to impress on a Dragon Pro show show up to training pro fucking shifting which most of them fucking do yep and you get the chances Sierra Loxton killing it right now yeah um Steph is a, Nick's, Nick's is a fucking prime example of this just like yeah. like like she kind of well you, you were first trainer when you were done in Welsh wrestling and Me then and like you were a big dog and then like she's had that etiquette that we, we now instill in all the trainees yeah. and she's absolutely well, going off to bigger and brighter things and we'll just leave it at that but yeah. get back to it as well you were so you're doing amp you're doing triple X when did you start branching off to FWA and IPW when did that start to happen that was off the back of working Mark again. Okay. Because um, me and Mark kind of kept doing these matches and doing like, just kind of indie type matches, throwing each other around. Um, 
Oh, what it was, what it was, is Birdie travelled down to FW. Remember they were doing the the wristband gimmick? Right. Yeah? So Birdie went down to London. British Wrestling Council. British Wrestling Council, that's, that's a word. He went down there, spoke to Alex Shane, uh, uh, sorted this out and said, oh, these are two of my guys that I've helped train. Sent him for Jimmy and Mark. And then he brought me and Mark up to... Brit Restfest. Brit Restfest. Uh, then we did Thorpe Park for him, which is insane. Me and Mark Andrews, by the way, first ever wrestling match in Thorpe Park. Pretty badass. That's crazy. It was pretty badass. That's pretty cool. Um, cool claim that is. Yeah. Um, and that was it. And then we did another Comic Con in London. Uh, we, we, I think we only did three. We only did three, but it was me and Mark. The third, the Comic Con was me, Mark, and Xander Cooper in a triple threat. Okay. But yeah, we totally did, we did three. Three after race. And then the name started getting out there a bit more. Um, yeah and I yeah yeah that's about it really that's, that's kind of how it went how music um, videos just just music videos music videos well that's again it's going to come down to self-promotion self-promotion branding you were you were promoting yourself you were market promoting yourself no other people were doing it so if you're able to do that and make yourself look different make yourself stand out remember music videos were shot on by everyone yeah, they were 100%, and that's, Mark's even said that the reason that... Sips on my coffee. <laughs> one of the reasons that uh, TNA were really interested in him, and Spud even said this at the time, Spud didn't get it, didn't get the music video hype, and then Jeremy Boash said to him, like, if you can watch three minutes of somebody, and it kind of instills you in who they are, it's better than have to watch 15 minutes and wait to something that's not that good, yeah. to try to get pick up the best bits when this can just kind of give you yeah. insight, which I think is we're good. How do you get into IPW? Um... Maybe it was Zach. I'm not sure. Maybe it was a music video thing again. Maybe Chris Roberts? No, because I wasn't really that close to Chris at that point, I don't okay. think. Um, I'm not sure. I think I just think my name was put forward and maybe I fit the bill at the time. I'm not really, I'm really not sure. It was supposed to be you and Sammy, wasn't it? But it ended up being you and Sabre. Apparently. Yeah, when they did the... Uh, I think it was when they started doing the cruiser. They did the cruiserweight tournament to crown the first British British cruiserweight. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was me and Zack Saber, Noam and Sammy Callahan. That's crazy, man. When you think about like, the people who's held that belt new in the first ever tournament to to crown that. That's crazy. I've done a few of them. Always a bridesmaid, never never oh, a bride. No. no, it is what it is. Um, yeah, apparently I was meant to wrestle Sammy Callahan on that show. And then Zach and Noam. This is what Sammy told me anyway. <laughs> I don't know how true it is. Um, but it ended up being the other way around. Which makes sense. Because similar, like style-wise. I know that, man. I was, I think, I was just thinking about this when we were talking about it. It's like, but you had Sammy who's very similar to you and you're basically similar to Sammy. Versus Sabre. I'm oh, sorry, versus Noam. Who's very similar to, to, yeah. Sabre, to, to Zach. But you've got two matches then, almost carbon copy, when you could have had you and Sammy, which being completely different to you and uh, to Noam and Sabre, then the main event would be completely different again. But again, that's hindsight, isn't it? That's yeah, just me. Maybe, maybe it wasn't so that way. Um, or maybe again, they were thinking that they'd rather have Zach and Aaron. Maybe Zach went wrestling, maybe that was, maybe one, was another thing. Maybe. He was pushing I, I'd wrestled him once before that attack. And he, was, yeah, he did, and he was, he was very high on it, so maybe that would be one thing. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man, the match wasn't that great at the time. 
I can remember him coming back even though he wasn't that great. I can remember him coming back and he was still quite high on it, like mm. knowing how long he'd been in and stuff like that. Give me a dead leg for a week. <laughs> you just laid in that boy. <laughs> um, I always thought, I mean, I look, and correct me if I'm wrong, I feel that you had that IPW match. You had a lot of light shone on you, mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of publicity. Mm-hmm. And do you think that match went well? Do you think? I think it went well. I don't think it went well enough to be brought back because I live a long way away from where they were running. Okay. And it doesn't, for what I did and who I was, there was no justification to bring me over for that amount of money. Okay. I could, it, was, it was so far that it, it was so much money to get me over there at the time for, for, what, for what I was doing who I was. I mean, Hindsight again, 2020 is you went in the car with Chris Roberts as well, didn't you? When you both probably could have jumped in, the, in on a coach and yeah. saved them a lot of money. Yeah, so and I, I don't know whether... I'm not sure whether people think because I drive, I'm not up for getting dress, uh, buses. Or trains or, trains. or, or planes. I'm, to- I'm totally up for doing it. It's, it's got, so much easier. I know. <laughs> I'd rather I, just sit and sleep on the coach. Like, <laughs> sometimes. Like, to be fair, sometimes it is just easy just to get in a car and go. Um, but I'm, I'm well at it, you know... If, if that's the way people want, want to get me to shows, I will. I'll do it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm the most least fussy person in the world. <laughs> yeah, you are. That's <laughs> like, true. You really are. It's not a gimmick. The world no, is really no, not a gimmick. Really not. For, right. So it wasn't as good as to justify the money. No. No. The, the next big thing you had then, I guess it's probably lines up would be progress. Yeah, that was off the back of uh, Brit Rest Fest. Okay, so the, the Brit Rest Fest, the Brit Rest Fest match was me, Mark, Sam Bailey, Xander Cooper in a ladder match. Yeah, um, and all the matches were sponsored by different promotions. Nathan Cruz was on uh, two weeks ago, and he said that that was a match he watched with first time he ever seen you and Mark, and he was like, "These two are something special." Him and Dean or Mark said, "Really came and said, yeah." Um, but sponsored by it's sponsored by Progress. Progress, I'm going to show yet. So that was maybe the first match of progress were associated with. Um, and then they probably, they did a show. Was We weren't on the first show. That was the first time I met John Brady at that show. Um, Alex Shane introduced me and Mark to him. Okay. And was on the first show. Wrestle Mark on the second show for the Scarlo, Scarlo Scholarship. Scholarship. Yep. Lost that. Um, I think that's maybe what gave me a little bit of a book. That's when I first first did the traffic keeper on Mark and got a ridiculous reaction. And I think maybe that was a bit of buzz going again. Maybe we maybe we jolted the buzz. Did you get you came back to progress one more time after that? Yeah, a couple of times. But for, it was what was the match after that? You came back to progress. Was it you and John Windsor? But then it went a little bit quiet for a little bit. Yeah, it didn't work here for a while then. Why do you think I was? I have no idea. No. Um. Again, I, all I can all I can assume is I wasn't what they're looking for, and they just didn't have anything for me. You know. Uh. I could, the the character I portray, like the wild boar, is such an. I don't say niche character. I don't, maybe that's not the word to describe it. But it's such a like simple. It's not in a, not in a bad yeah, term. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a multi-layered character. It's a very yeah simple character. 
Yeah. Which doesn't take away from your wrestling because your wrestling can be very complex, but the character itself is very yeah. simplistic. And sometimes it doesn't fit. And I completely understand that. And if it's not if it's not there, it's not there. Obviously wish it was. Love to work it. But if it's not, it's not. I can't yeah. Well, we're going to speak at ICW because that's a place that definitely has fit. We're going to speak about that. Mm. But um, from then, I, I think that things maybe did go a tiny bit quiet after the on the progress front, and kind of it did go a little bit quiet there. Yeah. And then the next place to really pick it up and really start running, and you find your feet. And correct me if I'm wrong, was probably chaos. Chaos came about this point. Oh, atta- attack! Attack, attack! Yeah, it would be attack. Attack is where you really started to. Yeah, because we had the first match attack. Well, the, the whole attack premise was to build a, give us, give us boys a platform to excel and to showcase ourselves. Yes, which is exactly what it is. And that's exactly what it's done. If, oh. you look, if you look at the country now, look at the country. I'm looking at Look it. at the attack roster. That's all I'm saying. There isn't a top promotion today that does in this country that does not have one of the boys in a top position. Sips of coffee. Or somebody, or they've come in and made a big stir on there. Yeah, yeah. And again, thanks to the wonderful Pete Dunne <laughs> and Mark. Mark Andrews. Yeah, I was, I was going to say Mark, you cut me off there, but yeah, Mark yeah. Andrews. And two, and two. We do owe a lot to them too. Yeah. And so as, as, uh, one of the reasons why, as I said, you get positive, bit, positive bastards. PMA. But it is one of the reasons why, like, you do get bit and you do get angry in this, in this, in this sport. But there are two people because it just it happens because you want to be successful yourself. But there are two people I can never ever be annoyed at when they do well because without them I wouldn't have done half as well as I have. So. No. So really, no. so that's the Mark and Pete appreciation minute done. Gratitude, <laughs> gratitude. Yeah. So attack just started building. Attack. Uh, yeah. So attack. Uh, I've been doing some matches. We had the match. Yeah, we did. Wild Bull against Lionheart, Flash Morgan. <laughs> it's a big. There's a big campaign at the moment online. I know. Get him to come back. I know. That's, yeah, what, that's, what, that's what I said. It. <laughs> maybe you will. Remember we did the spot and fucking Will Jones was revving at the time. Took the hat off my head. Oh yeah! And I wanted to kill the cunt. <laughs> right, come on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you, can, you can speak, you can swear all you want, but I don't know death threats on my podcast. <laughs> I wanted to, didn't. <laughs> Good. All right. Good. Self control. Self control. Anyone listening? All right. Yeah. Started. So that's that building. You really start finding your feet. Yeah. Kind of. It was the place as well. Like you've done the trap keeper on a few occasions, but I think this was the place where it became a main stable. This when we were talking about creativity earlier. This is where the boys let us be creative it was just like go out there put a lion hat in your head yeah, just, just, <laughs> just go out there boys absolutely kill it just go out there and kill it okay anything you want on the, I don't know, just do what they were just like trap keep it finished please yeah that's all they said yeah it was it was a place where they specifically said I want you to do this and they did and we did and it worked and to, and to this day attack is that's why I fucking love attack I think though speaking about attack, I think you are one of the one of the main reasons that it's become the weird and wonderful place that it is, because cool. we did press starts one, and you before the rest of them started really kind of putting stuff together and making like the Super Mario match and all that together. You and Bird really started messing around with oh, yeah. what you were doing, and I think that made everyone else kind of go, "Can we do that? We were we were allowed to be." funny and do a bit of comedy the blanker Zangief Zangief so look at that go watch the press start one trailer it's, it's, oh, it's so upsetting that I only has something like 4,000 views when it got something like 65,000 ah oh, yes they screwed us didn't they? they YouTube screwed us over loads of that mm. um, but you did that a little bit and I think 
that's when it really started to become comedy and there's a mixture of comedy and eventually then it's become a weird the weird and wonderful world of attack and yeah. so I think you you and Bird have a lot to be thankful for I don't know you're thankful we have to thank you a lot for that because just you decided to have a little bit of a mess around there it kind of really spit up and asked to yeah but then we were allowed to do it yeah exactly well, yes, it's, <laughs> so it's, it's a whole circle isn't like, it I remember, I remember going up to Mark and Pete at the time and saying oh can we do this like literally be a video game and like fuck around they were like I love it do it and we were like fucking hey so I'm all like greened up orange head well, Mark goes to me. Mark went. I wasn't sure about it, but he was like, "Then it was amazing." <laughs> yeah. So I love how you didn't even have full trust in it. He was like, "Okay." <laughs> Such a weird thing. I didn't. Man, we didn't. We didn't. Have, we didn't even have full trust in it. But we went out there and just fucking did it. Really started picking up. The trap keeper became a real big thing, and then chaos, of course, took off as well. Yeah. Well, chaos. Um, I, have a, I have a shit ton of stuff to be thankful for for chaos because uh, everywhere else I was villain. I was a bad guy. That was my that was my role, and chaos was like, right, we're gonna fuck this up. We're gonna bring you in, and we want you to be babyface. I was like, yeah, right, cool, sweet, excellent. Give me something else to try. Well, people say to me, people was like, oh, I don't know about this. I was like, everyone said that. I was like, he's a great seller. He's yeah. one of the best sellers of our group. <laughs> I was like, it, that's what that's what you come backstage most of the time. I'm like, you okay? <laughs> like, yeah, I buy into I buy into all the time. Like, it it was like grinds me a little bit. Don't, I don't get it so much now, but it's like, oh, you're a villain. You, you, obviously, you're, obviously, you're a villain. Why? Have you ever seen a George Steele match? Have you ever seen a Taz match in ECW? He was the fucking yeah. most over babyface ever. They loved him. Yeah. Killer. You know what I mean? Brock Lesnar's char- char- over shit. <laughs> char- character babyface. You know? Just machine, they, they love that. But yeah. all the stuff with Chaos and it's building up, and you had the you had the Iron Man match with Bird. The, oh, why? Was that 60 minutes? <laughs> no, 30. Fuck, you know. 30 minutes, but my Man, God. Imagine 60. That was... I can't... I watched, it, I watched it back once, and because the last minute is so, like, quick. I've never done such a quick traffic keeper in my life. <laughs> right? But it was literally on the second... the clock on the board. T- 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 no, but they were counting down. The crowd were counting down as well. So like, three, two, one. I mean, it was like, ah, and... Dead on the money. Dead on. And I was shit. Fuck. I can't. I, I, like I said, I watch it back once and I watch it back again because my article is out all the time. So I, mean, I just remember the feeling. That I remember Dave true. saying what he wanted and I was like, oh. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> but it was like that as well. It was like, I was going to say that and I feel that I love that one. And I feel the other match, which I love as well, is you, Eddie, and Pete from the first big walkabout show. Oh, I love that match. That was absolutely great. Yeah, uh, Pete being the man again. Yeah, he's just like it was. Like me, three of us put the match together. Three of us put the ideas in, but obviously Pete was running it, so Pete knew really what he wanted from it. Um, so we had that creativity again. It's just allowing that creativity to flow. Yeah. Uh, let's get on to this point because it's where we want to lead so I feel that you had chaos you had attack but even though you also, don't, don't worry about the time okay that's cool I, but this is where I want to go anyway. um, I feel like you had chaos you had attack mm-hmm. I feel like you'd been at progress you'd been at rev pro mm. but each time I feel and we didn't really touch talk about rev pro but I feel like you'd been at rev pro you'd been these places and each time you'd gone there and maybe you hadn't had been able to fully represent what you can do at these bigger places at progress or rev pro would you say that's correct You've, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we've seen you go to attack and absolutely murder it and fucking chaos murder it. But when you go onto the bigger platforms, 
maybe sometimes you fell a bit short. Yeah. <laughs> I had to get a short joke in there somewhere. Nice. Um, but what I really love over the last year is that your stuff with ICW. Yeah. And I just want to let's, let's talk about how we got how, how that came about because you are now currently the ICW. You and Bird are the currently ICW tag team champions. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about how the whole yeah. ICW thing started. Um, it goes back to chaos again. Okay. Um, this is what I think anyway. It may or may or not be true, but this is what I believe. The uh, uh, progression of events. Okay. We did the thirty minute Iron Man match. Mikey Whiplash was there. Uh. He like he saw the match, said uh, really liked the match, gave us some good feedback, um, and gave us some good comments on it as well. ICW were doing a tour um, a month or so later, and they were going to Cardiff, and we Blash put our names forward as two local boys. As two local boys to get on that show, uh, we turned up on that show. We did the job that was asked of us. Uh, got big reactions walking in big reactions walking out reaction, which attack because they run Cardiff and there's all local people attack chaos um, so again like I said we did what was asked of us good reaction they gave us the belts on that night but the decision was reversed and it was the whole thing that was really that was really cool as yep. well when they told us what they were doing and we were like what yeah it was mad like walking in and yeah yeah but we, we didn't expect anything off, anything off the back of that it was just like you know thank you for the opportunity went out afterwards had a couple of drinks good night out wishing everything is a, is a big part when it comes to wrestling and it's, it's socialising isn't it? Do, so. doing the best you can just to try and get on with the yep. guys you're working with um, so we did that um, and then we got offered a couple more dates uh, it was just the one actually it was just the one we got brought up to Glasgow again did the job that was asked of us uh, we were told oh can we get you talking can we get you some this is all we want to do we'd like to do the like a heart foundation thing where you're villains everywhere else but when you go back to Wales people love you like, yeah okay cool um, we always make a point of if we needed to talk if we needed to do a promo we'll do the match and we'll find wherever we need to talk, do the promo and we'll go down there and we'll do it and we say, is that okay? What do you need from us? And just go out of our way to try and literally just do what they want and a bit more if we can help it. Yep, of course. Um, it's a good work ethic. Yeah. And Dallas loves that, doesn't he, Dallas? And the rest yeah. of the team love that. Yeah, well, that's, that's what it is, isn't it? It's, it's pro wrestling. Uh, yeah, all, all I can put it down to is just doing, doing what's asked of us, uh, being good workers. And... Yeah, really. And I can't like. They've taken a chance on us to bring us to bring two guys up from Wales, all the way to Scotland on a it's regular a big, basis. A big, oh man, it's a big slog. Yeah, um, it's flying you up there as well, man. Like, yeah, to, to take the chance on us and give us the opportunity, and like what we are doing and continue to like what we're doing. I hope um, it is really, really humbling. To be honest, it's really. And we talk about it every time. Like, I can't believe every time we got there. We said, I can't believe this is happening. Like this is ridiculous. What they are, what they are wanting us to do, and the chance they're giving us. So obviously, we, we're trying our best just to promote that. But I can't, honestly, God, I, in ICW is it's, it, the time I'm having now. Going up there and doing the stuff up there for them is the best time I'm having. Honestly, God, it really is the best time 
it's fantastic. I love everything. Work it, but get, working with the polos is fantastic. When did he make the decision then to put the belts on you? Um, there was talks about it because um, I'm not sure whether the tag division was a little bit on the. Uh, I think they just had the polos, and other tag teams were just kind of singular working elsewhere with other people doing other things. Got you. So you had the polos at the tag champions, and they obviously they had the tag team tournament. That's how he got brought in. Did the tag tournament and got the finals. Or oh, their first ever. Yeah. Is the first ever match on there? Was it on the pay per view? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's yeah. another fucking big deal. Yeah. yeah. Again, always a prize made lost in the. They were a prize didn't win the didn't yeah. win the tournament. No. We got a final. Oh, yeah, of really, course. Really cool. And then the polos came back, and did they did the match with uh, Henry and Blaze, and then they became the they had the tag champ, championships then, and then we went into a thing with the polos. And I think it was. I don't know when it was actually decided, but when we were told, I think it was after. After we got the finals on that on that show, they were like, "This is what we'd like to do." Like you came out, and they were just like, "You are going to have the belts at some point." We loved what you just did. Yeah, essentially. Um, so that happened against Apollo's. Um, Polos, man. How was this build? How was the build up? How was the build up? Uh, what was it, or how was it? How was it? <laughs> really, I. I I've seen the video. The hype video is fantastic. Oh yeah, man! Money. Yeah. Um, well, it was cool. Like I don't want to go into too much about yeah, backstage. You know what I mean? got you. Um, it's just two good guys to work and just. Yeah, man. They, they were. They were like, oh, they were because they'd seen our matches and they were like, oh, it's gonna be good. Oh, good to work you with. Um, we like your stuff and it's gonna be good to work in. I reckon we can do some really cool stuff and. The blow off at uh, Square Go is one of my favourite matches I've had. Yes, yeah. Um, really physical, um, and yeah, it's just a pleasure. How do you find working with Bird? Love working with Bird. <laughs> he does my fucking head in it. <laughs> he does everyone's head. You know what I mean, <laughs> it's what it is. He's like he's like that. He's like that uncle. That's how I describe him. That you love him. You deep down you love him. Yeah. But after like he he does he doesn't really drink. But it's in like if. After after a few, after he's been around for a little bit too long, when, you, when he comes over the stage, he drops a little bit too long, and you're like, oh, "It's time to leave now, Uncle Michael." <laughs> <laughs> I want my room back. <laughs> no, he's great. Like I love bouncing ideas off him because I've, I've always bounced ideas off him all the time, and it's good now to uh, just travel around and bounce ideas off for the both of us. And because we've worked with each other so many times, uh, we know what each other's doing, and it's. Uh, Whenever something's suggested, character-wise, promo-wise, it just fits, and it's just really good. It, yeah, it's one of those weird things, isn't it? It's like where well, we've teamed up and we've known each other for years, and yeah, we've never had bad matches, tag teams, stuff like that. But you and him just click. It's yeah, just it fits. Something like, different, doesn't it? Completely. Yeah, and it's just one of those you can't you can't learn that. It just just a thing. It just clicks. Yeah, it works. Yeah, it's just a pleasure to watch. Yeah. How I, how I like to end these, and I guess you know because you do listen to this podcast, is if, and you do the training schools, it's a big one. Yeah. If you were to give any, if you give yourself, mm. uh, your past self, any former, uh, your former self, any advice, or any trainees coming in now, mm. advice, what would it be? Um, find a good school. Find a good school with reputable trainers. Um, 
with a proven track record of who's been and gone from the academy and listen to them ask advice get your head down do the work don't complain you can have a you can have a shit time at the start to be honest it's just how it is you're not gonna you're gonna have times when you think oh fuck what's going on like why you know, I should be getting more I should be getting more I should be getting more but I think when you first get into wrestling it should just be for the love of wrestling so you shouldn't you, like even though we had a shit time we still love the fact that we were learning to wrestle every week and just kind of going off some yeah some of the people I've had to deal with yeah um because to be honest if I was going to get that, that's it really that's it really just what about your former self then my former self to go back and give your past self some advice that's a difficult question um that is a difficult question because well we broke in together right so I'm not going to put this on me but because we broke in together right now I feel we did things right okay and where we are now, I feel we're in very good positions. Yep. So, I, I guess what we did worked. So I don't know if I would. You wouldn't change anything. Carry on, just do what you're doing. That's fair enough. Get your head down. Don't. Here's what I'd say. Don't. If if you're at shows. Okay, you're at shows and you're around people you don't necessarily know, or you're, ha- pe- you're around people who ha- at a higher level. Don't take what they say so seriously and don't let it get you down. Okay. Because wrestlers have a very. Wrestlers have the habit of having a laugh and a joke with each other, and especially having a laugh and a joke with new people. New people coming in don't understand this sense of humour. <laughs> Did, um, you, did you take this very hard when you first came in? Is this the advice you're giving to yourself? I, I, it's more like, oh, someone said something, I'd be like, I'd overthink, I'm a terrible overthinker. You are. So I'd be like, oh, what did you mean by this? What was that about? Why, why did you say that? Why did you say that? I know all advice is good advice as well, so it's... No, exactly. Take it's, it, is it applicable? No. Yeah. Throw it away. So don't worry too much if there's... If you get a bit of a ribbon, or... I'm not saying I, I got a bit of a ribbon, do you know what I mean? But don't take it to heart, and then if people are give, if somebody of worth maybe gives you some advice which is a bit harsh, yeah. again, kind of use it, but don't. Yeah. don't this is, this, is, a, bit, this is a bit rambly, but essentially what I'm saying is don't overthink things. Just have fun, enjoy it. Have fun, enjoy it. Keep don't your head overthink down. things. Get a good school. Yeah. Okay, let's do the plugs then, let's get us out of the way. What do we want to plug? Um. Well, I, I'll do the school. Let's do the school, school first then. So I run Dragon Pro Wrestling uh, down in Wales. Uh, we'll be in Cardiff, Cate's Community from Centre next from next week. Um, <coughs> all the information is on the Dragon Pro Wrestling Facebook page. So facebook.com forward slash Dragon Pro Wrestling. Yeah, go on there. Uh, any questions, give drop us a message. Uh, myself or Ben will get back to you with all the information you need to start. Um Anyone, anyone can have a go. Uh, we, we don't age, age limit. 
the age limit is 16. Okay. Uh, like I said, hey, we're going to have a go. First session's free, come down, have a look where it is, have a look where it's about, and then decide how, how, you know, how you want to progress after that. Chat to me, I'm always up, always up for a chat, and going from there. It is going to be the only, I'm going to say, I think it will be the only full-time wrestling school in Wales that has a WWE superstar, because Mark is going to be... Yeah on full board and the finishing classes yeah and if we're going to go down to it probably one of the only full-time wrestling schools in the south of the uk probably we, that we, i think we run but it's I, we run uh more than a lot of training schools we do sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday okay yep uh wednesday is uh women's class women's only as well women's only we have so a if, good, you're, if, you're, yep. if you're a female looking for it you're a little bit uh, intimidated by being with the lads you can yeah the girls it happens i completely understand um, it's coming on on a Wednesday. Um, uh, experienced guys are welcome to come down. Uh, Mondays is beginners. The experienced come down. Welcome to come down there and have a roll around. Have a roll around. Uh, uh, tune up on the basics. Intermediates on Tuesdays, and then Thursdays, which Mark is going to be running. Finishing classes will be the finishing classes, which is something a lot of places don't offer. No, to a man who as well has connections to the WWE. As also has connections as well to Progress. You have connections to ICW. Uh, Danny Jones is in Attack. Danny Jones is in Chaos. But Grizzly is in Southside now. He's in IPW. Welsh Wrestling he works for. We've got Turning Face as well. It's Yeah, for everything. So every, basically everything you need to become a professional wrestler, Dragon Pro Wrestling can offer. Okay, and that is www.facebook.com forward slash Dragon Pro Wrestling. Okay, where can they find you on the interweb then? This finishes up. Um, Facebook.com forward slash The Wild Boar. Um, my Instagram is Hitchbow. Thank you, thank you, Flash. <laughs> uh, my Twitter is Hitch Give us a follow. Give us a like. Buy some stuff. Buy some stuff. Big Buy cartel. Stuff. DVDs coming out soon. Yeah, it is. That'll be it should be coming out yeah. tomorrow, preferably pre-order tomorrow. Pre- uh, yeah, starting tomorrow. Pre- so I guess tomorrow. this will be last Monday. So they'll they'll, 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 they'll still be on Wednesday. sale. They'll be on sale right now. They'll be, they'll on, be on sale. sale. So yeah, uh, Hitch. It's been an absolute pleasure, mate. I thought Thank this was going to be a really difficult one to do, and it really hasn't. It's probably been the easiest one. I've not had to look at any lists or chats, and yeah. I feel that this is probably something in a year's time we're probably going to revisit because you'll have a whole new. Bundle stuff. Hopefully. So what I've even talked about you getting your teeth knocked out. So we'll probably do. Uh, we'll probably come back and have a chat about that because that's really has shaped the entire gimmick. Yeah. So just was this fantastic? Absolutely. Was it fantastic? fantastic. Was it absolutely fantastic? Absolutely fantastic. Thanks. Mate, thank you very much. Appreciate Always that. Always a pleasure. Always a treasure. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thanks for stopping by. What did I tell you? Great. I just had a cough in. Please, so apologies. What did I tell you? Absolutely great. Great podcast. Lots of stuff we missed out, but I'm glad that we got the majority of it in there. And I said that a lot of you probably hadn't heard the Wild Boar Mike Hitchman chat before, so it was nice to be able to give him that voice. And hopefully, hopefully, if you don't have you ever seen his stuff, which you shame on you if you haven't, then please go out your way and check it out because he's absolutely fantastic, killing it, killing it up at ICW with Mike Bird, with tag team champions up there now. And I have no doubt that 2017. <coughs> Bulges, 2017 is going to be a bigger and better year for uh, for the Wild Boar. So yeah, big thanks Hitch, big thanks for being on the show, and no doubt that we'll definitely revisit this because I feel that uh, we literally only 
only hit the the tip of it all really so uh yeah 100 percent. we'll definitely get you back on thanks mate appreciate it gonna keep this quick because i am dying from a cough uh coughing fit right now but uh of course if you run enjoying the show please get over to uh twitter and let me know flash underscore morgan or of course on the facebook facebook.com forward slash flash morgan webster I'm also on the email, flashmoment.live.co.uk. You can send me uh, a little bit of a discreet email there, some tech advice if you want to, or of course, also maybe send me, uh, if you want to be a sponsor, or if you have, uh, of course, it's not just uh, money sponsorship, of course, as well. I've got some other sponsors coming on in the next couple of weeks, which of course are trading goods. So if you do want to be a sponsor, then please head over to my email, which is flashmoment.live.co.uk. Also as well, big thanks to Defending New Wrestling for being our sponsor for the last couple of weeks. So head over to defendingnewwrestling.com. And check those out. Of course, head over to mogulwebs.biggartel.com and check out my new t-shirts over there on my DVDs. International shipping have has been added as of today. So definitely go check that out as well. If you're in uh, Canada, if you're in America, I know a lot of people are asking. So I've definitely added international shipping. So that's up now for the new Welcome Back to Malice t-shirts. So definitely go check that out. Um, all's left to say is big thanks to the Wild Ball Mike Hitchman. Big thanks to the sponsors defending New Wrestling. And again, as always, big thanks to you lot. Because without you guys listening, I say it every week, without you guys listening, last 10 months would have been one of the hardest. It was hard anyway, I'm not going not gonna to say that there wasn't some down days. But this this is an outlet really did, really did help me. And help me keep close to you guys, and help me keep myself relevant. And I like to think that potentially I've, I've come back with a little bit more of a buzz than I, than I went out. So uh, big thanks to you guys for that, so appreciate it. And uh, I'm going to go, I really am, because I'm, I'm starting to... I can feel my throat getting itchy. So yeah, all I have to say is it's always a pleasure. It's always a treasure. And bye, guys. Thanks for stopping by. Peace out.